Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, right, hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys. Um, right now, you'll find me on Instagram and uh, Facebook. I'm also going to be way more active now on YouTube. I've been hinting at some things, and I'm finally narrowed it down to what I want to do. So I want to break it down to you right now. Uh, on YouTube, I will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out. You guys seem to be loving every reaction episode I put out and every quick hitter episode I put out are off the charts, both of them. So I will start with reaction episodes and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, Fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um you uh youtube and like and subscribe and also go to spotify and leave a star review uh hopefully it's a five star review follow there as well and hit me up on the dm and i will send you new stickers and i have wrist bracelets the ones that old lance armstrong used to have but they are blue with the michigan maniac uh on it and let's face it this is the football rant, but we are all Michigan maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail. Voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail, and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be ask me anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro I want to be more active with you guys, okay? Also, you go to the bio in Spotify and you can support this podcast for a mere 4.99 a month. I think there's three options, 99 cents, $4.99 and $9.99. Either one, I really don't care either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, To me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing, and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point 
Um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre-COVID numbers, and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much, guys. Once again, go to YouTube. Go to Spotify. Like and subscribe on both. Leave a review on both. Hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off, that is offered, and I will also send you a hat. Once the, the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one, and I will send them out. I just want to make... You guys happy. That's all I want to do. So I hope we can just crush it. And I hope you love this week's episode. Hey, this is the reaction episode in Nebraska. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was an interesting game, right? I mean, interesting as much as a book report in the third grade could be i mean i guess we learned a few things but overall i mean this was just one of those games that was going to be a by the book uh beat them up and go home type thing right and they lived up to it i mean we learned a few things like i said but one was our passing game still stinks um it's becoming apparent to me that the way they play the or the way they do the passing game is as if they're surprised that they're passing the ball. It's just like, oh shit, what we we do that? Wait, hold on, we we throw the ball because the wide receivers act as if they don't know how to get open, um, and JJ acts as if he's daring them to catch the ball. He's like. I dare you mother effers to catch this one. Let's see what you can do. And then the wide receivers are like, yeah, I dare you to make me catch it. Like they're in a double dare standoff to see who isn't going to make the play. It's really just embarrassing at this point to watch and see what is just watching what our passing game is. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing with how great our running game is. It's embarrassing that that's what our passing game is. It really is. It's just disgusting. And the game now becomes that. I don't know if you watched that uh, Ohio State game, but it's laughable how bad their run game is. And their running backs, My, I think they're, uh, if you've seen the movie uh, Unbreakable with uh, Bruce Willis, I think they're Mr. Glass. I think they have... Their two running backs, Henderson and Williams, I think his name is, they're both Mr. Glass. They get hurt all the time. So the key isn't going to be in the game who's going to win, like whose running game or whose passing game is going to be better that day. It's going to be whose worst part of their offense is actually going to show up that day. So just as bad as we are at passing, they're as bad as us as running. So whoever shows up that day and does it better, the worst part of their offense is probably going to win that game because you would assume that we're going to try and take away their passing game, right? Which makes sense. And then they're, you're, we're going to also assume that their defensive coordinator is going to try and take away our run game, forcing J.J. to pass the ball. 
which at this point is a very good bet. Um, so which one shows up? And I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, I'm, I assume that our pass game is better than their run game because I haven't seen Ohio State really run the ball well all season long. At least I've seen in glimpses Michigan's pass game come alive for a little bit, you know, um, but not much. I mean, it's razor sharp. It's like razor thin the amount of better passing games I've seen for Michigan than I've seen running games for Ohio State. Um, but who knows? They could have that that number five kid. He seemed pretty decent. I don't even know who he is, but who knows? He might get hurt too. I don't know. They have a. I mean, this is this is just the weirdest season when it comes to both Ohio State and Michigan, and what we just how the offenses look. It's just odd for me. Maybe you guys don't agree, but to me, it just seems really odd. Um, but anyways, let's get back to Nebraska. Uh. I don't know. They stink. I mean, they lost three. I mean, they're down to their third quarterback who his last name is Smothers. Like, I, I don't know if you're as old as I am, but you remember the Smothers brothers, the most mayonnaise looking comedy team in the history of comedy teams. Um, I wonder if he's related to them somehow, because that's just a weird name to have. But yeah, I don't know. Michigan look good. I mean, their defense took away everything you needed to take away. Palmer was their one uh, deep threat. Uh, they effectively shut him out. Uh, we stopped the run game, which is no surprise because they didn't have much of a run game to begin with. Um, quarterback play was shoddy outside of the the mobile uh, the mobile ability of Purdy until he got hurt. Um, and that's something that we definitely have to watch out for because I would assume Illinois now has watched that and they're going to have DeVito uh, run it a bit. My little Goomba over there, my little Paisan, uh, is going to be running the ball probably quite a bit because I think we'll shut down Brown. He's a good, he's a really good running back, and he should probably have around 70 yards rushing in the day, but I don't see it. I don't see him being. I can't, I just we'll get into that in the big game pregame. But uh and then even Stroud shows that he can gallop a little bit. So that's going to be something we're going to have to watch out for going forward. But outside of that, Michigan's defense once again, uh no points in the second half. Uh very impressive. The second half adjustments uh, might might not have been as noticeable this week just because the theme all game was just domination by Michigan's defense. So there wasn't really second-half adjustments that need to have taken place. Uh, but red zone's looking better. I mean, the the quarterback run by J.J. was nice. Um, the fake, the uh, play-action play in the red zone with the uh, quorum fake handoff to top, toss it over the top to... To Bell for one of the touchdowns, I think that was to make it seventeen. No, no, to make it fourteen to three. I think that was very nice. I mean, we're steadily improving in that area, which I like to see. Um, but yeah, our passing game just stinks. I, I if it was up to me, I would. I and I hate. And I, trust me when I say this. I hate to say this, but uh, Andrew Anthony, sit down, kid. Sorry. Uh, I love to say this one, Cornelius Johnson, sit down. He drives me nuts. 
this kid. Like, you never know which Cornelius Johnson you're going to get, which, is, you know, it's just like, how are you a senior and we and you're still Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I don't get it. But I'd sit those two down and then just have it open. Be like, whoever wants to catch this effing ball, stand up right now and prove that you can do it. And then I'd give them a shot. I don't care who it is. I do not care who it is. Get them on the field and make them have play. I just make them get open and make plays. I don't care. It just I am so sick of seeing just the execution and the passing game is embarrassing. I know we've covered this to nauseum, but still. Um I love the fact that our our running our run offense is just so impressive. I mean, we really do uh, wear a team down, you know, and I, I think ultimately that's what's going to win it for us against Ohio State. I just don't think Ohio State's defense for four quarters can stop our run game. I just don't. I don't think that's the case. And the only reason why I really worry about the passing game isn't so much that without it we can't beat Ohio State because I think we can. It's I'm thinking big picture. I'm thinking when we play teams like uh, Georgia. That's the number one team I'm thinking of because their defense will stop our run game. That defensive line is impressive. And if we don't have anything else to throw at them, we're screwed. And we'll get lit up again, what, 34 to 11? We'll, we're screwed. If we don't have an additional thing, if our pass game still looks this bad, we won't win the national title. That's ultimately what I'm looking at. Because I think we'll beat Ohio State. I, I still believe. Because the weather isn't going to get better. And if you noticed, it was bad weather in in Columbus. So actually, throughout the whole Midwest. In Illinois, it was bad weather. Uh, like uh, Michigan, bad weather. And Ohio, bad weather. All the games that I kind of pay attention to this week. Um, So... It's going to happen. Uh, and I have more faith that our run game is much better suited in the bad weather than their pass game. You know, and I think over four quarters, our defense, our offense is going to just finally, our run game is going to take over and we're going to win that game. But yeah, we're not winning a national title if we keep passing the ball like this. But the one, the thing that I keep thinking about is. If we connect once, like a, a deep ball, and I'm talking a deep ball laid in perfect, like like J.J. had last year against Wisconsin to Baldwin, where he just drops it in the bucket and Baldwin doesn't even break stride and takes it, what, 60 yards for a touchdown? That pass. If that pass happens, I think there's it creates a chain of other great passes. I think right now, Ultimately, what's going on is JJ's in his own head. The wide receivers are in their own head, and it's creating for a very bad passing game. But I think the just it has to just connect once, and you're going to get a couple that will break a game wide open. Now I'm hoping that happens against Ohio, right? I really do because I think we'll take care of business against Illinois. Even though I think Illinois now might be a more dangerous team because they really have nothing to lose. Because I, I think they they lost their way out of the big the Big Ten title game. I think it's now between Wisconsin and maybe Purdue. 
Oh, no, maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe they still have more to play for. I'm not sure. I'll be honest. The Big Ten West bores the hell out of me. I mean, it is just a division of teams that don't want to play in the Big Ten title game. None of them want to go the next step. And it just, like I said, I think last week and every week since the season started, uh, the Big Ten West makes the Big Ten a weaker conference and weakens the Big Ten title game winner. Which will be ultimately from buddy from the East, Michigan or Ohio State. I know I say that confidently, and I guess anything can happen, sure, but it just weakens it. Because let's say Ohio Ohio goes in and blows the doors off of any one of the teams in the West, people aren't going to be like, "Oh, that Ohio." Well, maybe Ohio because the national audience seems to just be suckling at the teats of the Buckeyes, but. Still, if Michigan goes in there and does it, they're going to be like, yeah, it's another unranked team that Michigan beat up on. Big whoop. You know? And it's just, they, they it's a week. It just makes the Big Ten title weak. And I don't appreciate it. I don't like it. I think it's disgusting. And I think the fact that the Big Ten has done nothing to change this is a slight and a mark on the Big Ten. It should be. Ohio State in Michigan or Michigan Penn State or Penn State Ohio it should be those it should be that quality of a championship game and we're not going to get that as long as the Big Ten West stinks like it does and it's embarrassing it's embarrassing and anybody who's going to say Illinois had a chance to be that you're kidding yourself I told you weeks ago Illinois is a joke that they're a lesser version of the 2018 Michigan team it's embarrassing. And that's just the thing cuz we're trying to get into the playoff here. They're they're making it a four playoff t- you know, four playoff teams is ridiculous to begin with. It should be 8 or even 12. But still, to make it four, you have to have a great resume. That's why our our uh non-conference has hurt us so far. And if we beat up on Illinois or Purdue or Wisconsin, what is that going to say? It's not going to say shit to the to the voter, and it wouldn't shock me if somehow they put in another SEC team and leave the Big Ten out, if it's Michigan. I mean, I'm being a little crazy at this point, but you know what I'm saying. The, it just gives more bullets into the chamber of the national media to say Michigan hasn't done shit, and it's annoying. But anyways, that's for another episode, but uh, I don't know. I, I, Our run game looked amazing, 264 total rushing yards, two touchdowns. Corum, once again, keeps adding to his campaign to be the Heisman winner, which I 100%. I mean, not even just the big runs he has. It's the way he moves piles. He moves huge men, big piles of huge men, two to five extra yards almost every time he runs into the line. And then are we shocked that Michigan on fourth down, will only call runs up the middle. Well, why wouldn't you when you know you're running back eight out of ten times is probably going to move these giant men four or five yards, the yards that he needs and more to get the first down? Why wouldn't you continue to do it? Because the core proves every every week he can do it. It's impressive. I mean, I, I'm i really impressed with Corum. I'm really impressed with our offensive lines, just solid. And especially think about this. They're they're still dominant, even though it's been a revolving door of offensive linemen this season because of injury. 
And the one thing that you need in the is cohesion for a team. But the biggest the biggest position that needs cohesion, needs to know one another, needs to be able to work interchangeably with one another because you have to, you know, chip and then have to back up and have to play this and have to support and do all this other crap, right, is the offensive line. And the offensive line is still opening huge holes, even though the starting lineup has maybe played five games together. Solid. I, I, I'm probably wrong in that, but I'm just saying it hasn't been a lot. And yet they still look amazing. Just think about that. That's one of the most important positions on the football field. And we've had a revolving door of offensive linemen and they still look great. Very impressive. Um, Mike Morris injury, I hope is nothing. I mean, I know he ran off on his own accord, uh, but that worries me a bit. Um, I'm going to be looking into that to see how that is because at some point, you just have to take these kids off the field when we're getting closer to the Ohio game. I mean, what was it, five minutes left in the game and he got hurt? Uh, that is just something I don't think Mike Morris needs to be in the game for, you know? Especially when we have a plethora of defensive ends that could do the job. I mean, we're up 34-3 to at this point. Why is Mike Morris in the game, you know? Um so that's a little disconcerting. Uh, but Mason Graham continues to look like a boss. Dude, his swim move for defensive tackle is fluid and just so impressive. A big kid like that as a freshman making moves like that and being able to stand up offensive linemen and oh, discard them so easily. I love it. I love watching it. Um, I love watching Jenkins. I've, this whole defensive line is just my fave. I mean, this is, I have not been this excited about a defensive line since we had Mo Hurst. And I'm telling you, I think uh, Mason Graham could be the next Mo Hurst because Mo was so good at at uh, discarding the uh, offensive linemen and getting into the backfield so easily. And he was doing that as a senior. I can't wait to see what Mason Graham's going to be as a senior. Well, I don't even know. He'll make it to be a senior, to be quite honest. I mean, I can't wait to see just as a junior then. You know, that's going to be so, I mean, he's going to be crazy good. Just unbelievable. Can't wait for that. Um, I think really that's about it. There's a few things, though, I'll touch on right before I leave. But the Pac-12. <laughs> They are the biggest joke ever. I'm getting sick and tired. And I know I guess they had to do this in the the big noon game or whatever it is. All of them, except for Brady Quinn, picked Oregon to be in there instead of Michigan, which is just stupid. But thank you, Oregon, for proving to everyone that you are still a Pac-12 team and you're Oregon and you don't belong in the playoff. Thank you for losing to Washington. I fully expect this scenario to happen, and I don't know exactly how it will happen, but I, I see it this way. Oregon obviously lost to Washington. Then they're going to beat Utah next week. I think they play Utah next week. So then Utah will have a loss or two losses. And then Utah will either... Or, or I don't know whoever gets into the Big Ten or gets into the Pac-12 title game, either Utah or or Oregon, will play USC and then beat USC. So then you'll have 
three two-loss Pac-12 teams, which will effectively, they'll each eliminate themselves out of the playoff. Thank you very much. Awful conference. Uh, that'll be awesome, and that'll just be the most Pac-12 thing that these Pac-12 teams can ever Pac-12 do. You know, just very uh, Pac-12-ish of them. Very impressed with that. I uh, can't wait to watch that actually unfold in front of us. And another thought I had was, uh, actually two things. One, did Jamon Green, or did, actually, I even hate to say it, because Jamon Green didn't play himself out of a starting lineup, but two morons, bullies, pussies, uh, injure him into losing a starting gig. Because Will Johnson is looking fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Uh, Jamon, poor guy, lost his starting job last year due to injury to DJ Turner. And then now, because of two morons from Michigan State beating him with a helmet, you know, holding him down, then beating him with with the helmet, um, did he lose his job to Will Turner? I mean, Will Turner, Will Turner, Will Johnson. You know what I mean? It just, I, I feel bad for Jamon. I really like that kid. And he was having such a solid year. But at this point, Will Johnson, wow. I mean, I'd like to see one more game with him against Illinois. And then what could he do against Ohio? I mean, we're going to need someone that long and that sticky. You know what I mean? Like he, especially if Jackson Smith and Jigba comes back or that injury must be way worse than they're saying. He must have totally detached his, his hamstring because uh, I don't see that kid coming back anytime soon, but just in case he does worst case scenario, he comes back. We're going to need someone, right? We're going to need someone to be on uh, Harrison jr. Maybe that's Will Johnson. Maybe Will Johnson makes a name for himself by shutting down Harrison Jr. Because I love DJ Turner, but he's right now going through kind of a a rough patch. Uh, You know, definitely a rough patch. He's going to have to have help maybe the rest of the season. You're going to have to have safety help with with DJ Turner, which shocks me because he's one of my favorite um, cornerbacks in a while. And to see this is... is, um, it's just sad, but still, hopefully he snaps out of it. And he he's the guy I think he could be. But does has Jamon Green work at you know, lost his starting job to Will to Will Johnson? I don't know. It's that wouldn't be interesting to see how this plays out. Um also, I was thinking about it, and I think it was on my mind only because Nebraska, we we're playing Nebraska this week, and I we might be the modern day Nebraska. Because I grew up watching them and I remember how dominant those run games were, right? And it, definitely there was a year, because I hated Nebraska, still do hate Nebraska, but I mean, I loathe Nebraska. Growing up in Colorado and watching Nebraska just jail rape us numerous times <laughs> over the years, right? Uh, I hated them. And then they were in the national title game against Florida. Steve Spurrier, that uh, Danny, um, Danny, what I don't know. I can't remember the kid's name. The the co- I mean the the uh, quarterback, what Whiffle or whatever his name is. I'm sure people are like know his name. Anyways, 
I thought Florida was going to mollywop them because I was like, there's no way. You can't stop the pass. They're just so dynamic. Oh, Florida's this, Florida's that. They're so good. And what they, And I've never been impressed with the option. I always thought the option was the easiest thing in the world to stop. All it takes is discipline. And that's how the option was just so good. It's just that so many players weren't disciplined to only get the player they needed to get, right? But Nebraska exploited it constantly. But Nebraska was always improving the option, adding different wrinkles to the option to get the the numbers that they needed to make it successful. And Nebraska beat the you-know-what out of Florida in that game. And I it just really – it just proves to me, watching Michigan, that really the run will always be the hardest thing to stop when someone's doing it really, really well. Uh, because I've seen major passing teams like the St. Louis Rams – or the Floridas of the world get stopped and annihilated by a team that could still run. You know, a defense can stop the pass, but have a really hard time when they're getting dominated up front because after a while, like we've said all season long, that offensive line starts to wear you down. And then you don't want to hit as hard anymore. You don't want to get in the gap. You're a little bit slower. And then that's when the run, that's when the big plays happen. Those 40, 50-yard, 7-yard, 12-yard. I mean, you just keep getting hit and hit and hit. And then that's how they win. Passing game, you do three passes, boom, 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 and you're off the field. So your defense stays a little bit fresher, can still make those plays. The good run game devastates all because it is constant, right? It is time. Time defeats all. Well, the good run game will defeat all because it just wears you out. And I think we are. I think we're the modern-day Nebraska. I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, yeah, well, they don't have a passing game. Well, neither did Nebraska. But when Nebraska needed a pass play, they made it. And just go back and watch. I mean, when you thought Nebraska was – Stopped. They pulled out some stupid fucking play, and it was just a basic post route, post route. But because they, your defense had to stop that run constantly, boom, boom, boom. They would fake the they would fake the option and step back and pass the ball, and the dude was wide open every freaking time. And I think that's all Michigan has to do is have a competent pass game, and we can make things work, and we can have a chance at a national title if we do that. I've rambled long enough. I want to get out of here, but I'm very encouraged. I can't wait till next week. Um, I think we're just going to smack Illinois, Um, but very excited about what's going on next. I cannot wait two weeks from now. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it's everything that you want in a game. Like I, it, Oh, it's going to be so awesome. It's going to be nerve wracking as hell, but it's going to be awesome. Um, guys, it's great. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine as always. I mean, seriously, what are we in two last two years? We're 22 and two or something like that. <laughs> Pretty amazing. 22 and two in the last two years up to this point. Phenomenal. Just, it's great to be a Michigan Wolverine and always and forever guys go blue.